I'm Rich Redstone. I started my career 30-odd years ago as a tax lawyer, but I couldn't stand wearing a suit and tie and shaving every day. Then I was lucky enough to discover the Chicago Board of Trade. I worked the pits for 25 years and built a successful stock and options trading company, which I eventually sold to E-Trade. Then I took my skill of buying and selling and developed a successful online collectible and memorabilia company. Buying and selling, supply and demand, that's what it's all about, and that's what I'm really good at. I'm going to show you how to make net profits. It's the weekend here on News Talk 1430 WXNT, Indianapolis. Good morning. Jim Burroughs, proud to take the wrappings off a brand new radio program here on WXNT. It's called Net Profits. We're going to get into some of the details as far as what this show is all about over the, the first few weeks to kind of introduce you to uh, why we're here, because this is going to be a very interesting journey for everyone who participates in this show. A little bit different, and there's a lot of folks out there in this day and age looking for a way to supplement their income, or better still, a way to make a new income, to break away from the work they've been doing for several years, maybe gain that independence they've been searching for. And for many people, it's the Internet, Internet commerce, having a business online, learning how to have a business online. Hence, Net Profits. What is Net Profits all about? It's a clearinghouse of information about how to sell on the Internet, eBay, Craigslist, selling through your own website, search engine optimization, social networking, Facebook and Twitter, all that going together. I know it sounds like a lot of information there, but truthfully, we're going to make it all make sense to you. And one of the ways we're going to do that is by having guest experts on our show throughout the, uh, the show. And our lead expert is Rich Redstone. And, uh, you know, sometimes in the radio business, Murphy's Law is definitely something that comes into play. And uh, there was some hope come midweek when we were uh, doing our promotion for the show that across from the table here at WXNT, I'd be sitting here with Rich. But unfortunately, the airlines and Mother Nature had something else planned. Right, Rich? Yep, that's true, Jim. Uh, it, was a, it was a hell of a ride trying to get from New Hampshire, where I'm there for my son's wedding, back to Indianapolis. Uh, it just didn't work. Now, I know when I, I talked to you yesterday, because you gave me a phone call, and we've been obviously talking a lot in, in, in terms of birthing this radio show, this one-hour program that's going to be from 9 to 10 in the morning every Saturday here on WXNT. And, and I just missed your call, and I called you back, and when you, your, your first comment was, oh, you didn't get my voicemail, did you? Because I know you had left me a message to give me the details, the gory details. And it sounds like, uh, and, I, and I know this was the last thing you needed, Thinking about the show, thinking about what you wanted to talk about today, and you, and you ran into a little bit of uh, what should we say the uh, the East Coast mindset. Yep, <laughs> After I was on the uh, plane trying to take off for two hours. I'm sure all our listeners, it's happened to them before. You're sitting on the plane and they're telling you that it's going to take off at any time, but they won't let you get off the plane. So finally, after two hours, when I finally got off the plane, there weren't any other flights. I mean, I was even willing to fly into Chicago and drive to Indianapolis, but uh, there were no flights. They were all canceled. So I had to call my brother to, to pick me back up at the airport to go back to his house. And I'm, I'm waiting at the end near the, um, the big parking lot, and there's, there's nobody probably within 400 yards of me. And I've got a sore back, so I'm laying down on the pavement, and I'm doing my back exercises. And one of the uh, airport buses comes rolling by with nobody on it, because there was nobody at the airport anymore because there weren't any flights. And uh, he stops the bus right where I'm laying there, you know, stretching, and he, and he says to me, 
hey, what are you doing? And I said, doing my back exercises. He says, well, you can't be, you can't be uh, laying down on the sidewalk here. And I said, why not? And he said, because all the people are walking by here. And I looked at him and I said, I don't see any people. And he says, you know, you better get moving or I'm going to have to call a cop. So I'm thinking, what a great way to end the day. And finally my brother picked me up and headed back to his house. And now I'm on the phone with everybody here. That's my story. Hey, well, you know what? The good news is we're, we're launched, we're at it, and uh, this is going to be a lot of fun because I know this is a, a subject that, of course, is very dear to you because this is what you do with, uh, with your business. We're going to get into the details about that and how you started, but I want to remind everybody out there that wants to join in the conversation because we are talking about the internet, internet commerce. We, we obviously want to invite a lot of folks to the conversation, especially if you are looking to launch a business, looking to buy or sell on the internet, or if you are presently doing so, we want to hear your story. And and honestly, I don't want to emphasize the negative, but we want to hear the, the trials and tribulations too, because you've obviously learned from those. Anybody that's, that's been in business knows it's, it's not all roses every day. There are things you have to learn, things you have to deal with and move on from. Very simple, and there's a lot of ways to contact us. First of all, you can give us a call on the local number here on WXNT, and that's 228-1430, 228-1430, or toll-free, 866-440-1430, 866-440-1430. We've also made it easy, especially if you have some details with which you want to get into, and maybe you're just not wanting to get on the air, you can email us. We have a special email set up for the show, netprofits101 at gmail.com. So that's our official email for the show, netprofits101 at gmail.com. So here we are. So I thought really the best thing to do out of the gate, Rich, would be to get a little bit of a background. I know you, but we got to let the listeners have a little bit of an idea where you've come from, and what you've done, because it absolutely is a very uh, unique and extraordinary beginning for you that brought you to where you are currently as a, a entrepreneur and a businessman. So take us back, uh, CPA lawyer days. I hate to do that to you. I know you're still getting over that guy giving you crap on the sidewalk, but uh, let, let's go to that point and, and bring us to today. Start us out with uh, with uh, where everything started for you. Well. I started my career as a CPA and a lawyer. You know, that was what my training was. And I did that for about three months. I worked for a big eight accounting firm, and then I worked for a tax law firm. And I realized that I didn't like pushing a pencil, and I didn't like wearing a suit, and I didn't like shaving every day. So I had to find something else that I wanted to do. Then I was introduced to the Chicago Board of Trade, and that seemed like a great thing for me. I was an athlete, and, and I was good with numbers. And somebody told me it was like sports with numbers. And I thought, you know what? That could be for me. The only problem is I didn't have any money. My dad was a teacher. So I found somebody to, to lend me a lot of money. And I started my uh, trading career at the age of 23. Now, is that normal? Is that, is that young? Or uh, the, on the Board of Trade, a variety of ages? Or is that about right? You know what? People start young there. And, and the, the key is to find somebody that believes in you. And if you can find somebody that believes in you, then you can, you can get people to lend you money. And, and the fact that I had a, uh, a CPA and a law degree really helped. I mean, it really didn't have anything to do with trading, but it made the, the – actually, the guy that lent me the money was the chairman of the Board of Trade, and he believed in me because I had accomplished something. So, you know, that, that's, that's how I got the, the, the money. And, and then, 
you know, for a while, it took me, it took me about three, four months to figure out what was going on in the pit. And then I realized that I was really good at it. I was good at gauging markets. I was actually a market maker where I made markets and stock options and commodities. I was good at supply and demand. And as I, as I got better at it, I started building a, a, a company where I had a lot of people trading for me. And uh, after that, it, it became so successful, I was able to sell it to E-Trade in uh, 2000. Now, give me a little bit of an idea, because this is one thing, as, as a novice and everybody sees video clips of the stock market on the news, and then occasionally there'll, there'll be some news out of the, of the Board of Trade. When you're talking about gauging markets, when you're talking about uh, building a successful stock and option trading company, what, what's, what's that involve? Well, it all, it all, trading involves supply and demand. It's gauging when people want to buy, and it's gauging when people want to sell. And, and, it, and it's, it's, it's trying to get the, an equilibrium price. And if you understand what's going on and you can, you can sense the changes in supply and demand and you're very aggressive in the pit, it's, it's a good way to make a lot of money. And a lot of people aren't good at it. Some people are, but um, it, it was perfect for me. It was, I'm very aggressive and um, I'm really good with numbers, so it worked for me. That's the coach, Rich Redstone. I'm Jim Burns, Net Profits. We're going to take a bit of a break here on the Net Profits Show here on News Talk 1430 WXNT. And when we come back, Rich is going to talk about uh, what really got him into memorabilia via the Chicago White Sox. That'll happen next here on Net Profits on WXNT. is WXNT Indianapolis News Talk 1430 AM Yes, AM Because some people's opinions should be obscured by static Redstone Collectibles Online.com Unique collectibles that stand the test of time Specializing in vintage collectibles Sports memorabilia And rare and unique entertainment memorabilia Redstone Collectibles Online.com Has a large selection And a wide range of collectible and memorabilia categories our sports card selections include PSA graded as well as ungraded sports cards from the world of baseball, football, and basketball. You'll also find authentic signed books, first edition books, and unique authenticated celebrity letters, like a letter from Francis Ford Coppola to Marlon Brando, imploring Brando to play the young Vito Corleone in Godfather 2. We also carry vintage Notre Dame National Championship football programs, something for everyone. Redstone Collectibles Online. We know exactly how to realize great value for our customers. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com We're proving you can have fun talking politics. As I watch the GOP presser and everybody taking their 30 seconds and stepping up to the mic so they can have their name and affiliation and state underneath of them and then making their comments, stepping back in the line and the next person, you realize, folks, the key to saving this country, term limits and pretty brief ones. They don't want to give that job up and they will make any concessions they have to to keep it. The Dennis Miller Show, weekdays beginning at 3.06 on Fox News Talk, 1430 WXNT. News Talk, 1430 AM, WXNT. com. We want to buy your large collections. We want to buy your vintage baseball, football, and basketball cards pre-1975. We want to buy your vintage coins. We want to buy your vintage sports memorabilia and collectibles. We want to buy your vintage entertainment collectibles and memorabilia. If you have collectibles or memorabilia you'd like to sell, visit sellmeyourcollectibles.com to have us give you a quote for your items. 
We offer fair pricing, and we pay cash immediately for your items. Check out sellmeyourcollectibles.com. Sports collectibles, entertainment memorabilia, authentic sign collectibles, vintage baseball, basketball, and football cards, and more. Anything old or vintage. Visit sellmeyourcollectibles.com and drop us an email at parkplace01 at yahoo.com. That's parkplace01 at yahoo.com. We are back on Net Profits here on News Talk 1430 WXNT. I hope everybody is off to a great Saturday morning. Final weekend for the Indiana State Fair, so soak it up and enjoy it, because really, for a lot of folks, a couple weekends away from Labor Day weekend, that's kind of mentally the end of summer. So let's hope we can all enjoy this, and uh, I I hope we get a little bit of fall, because we all know kind of how winter and summer works. Don't get a lot of spring. Don't get a lot of fall. I don't know about you, but I'm uh, I'm in the mood for that. Also in the mood for football. Notre Dame Irish football coming up here on News Talk 1432. We'll give you more details on that. Plus, next week on the Net Profit Show, we're going to focus on college football. Talk a little bit about collecting IU, Purdue, and Notre Dame. Hot or not, that's one of our features we have here on Net Profits. We're going to do that later in the hour, too. A lot of times what we try to do with that is based on what's in the news, people in the news, items in the news. We talk about whether or not uh, that person or that thing is collectible or not. And we do that because our lead expert, Coach Rich Redstone, that's his background. That's what he does with his website, redstonecollectiblesonline.com. Check it out today as you surf the net. And also drop us a line, our email, now that I have been <clears throat> properly corrected, netprofits101 at hotmail.com. See, you don't realize that like, during the breaks we can get spanked, and that's what happened to me. Netprofits101, so it's not a bad thing. Netprofits101 at hotmail.com is the official email of the program. And you can drop us a line there. If you've got some uh, some collectibles, if you've got a online business that you are trying to launch, one that you have launched, you have a story to tell, this is an opportunity for you to be on a radio program to talk about your success. So take advantage of that. We'd love to hear from you because those stories, more often than not, are very, very compelling and always very interesting. Much like, Rich, the story about you when it came to going to garage sales and estate sales? Because we, I know for the listeners out there, there's a lot of folks out in Indianapolis that are either Cubs fans, White Sox fans, Reds fans. Well, for the White Sox fans, they're going to love this. So kind of take us back to when you were going to those garage sales and estate sales. Yeah, Jim, as you said, I always love going to estate sales, auctions, and garage sales. I just love to see what the value of things are. And it was a hot summer in 1998, and I was in a state sale in Highland Park, Illinois, which is a north suburb of Chicago. It was a Sunday, the last day of the sale, and it was about 105 degrees. And I was probably the last person there because it was so hot. I was up in the guy's attic, too, and it must have been 120 degrees up, up there. But I'm always, I was always looking for that treasure, you know, something that I could find that get excited about. And I'm just about to leave, you know, it's 4 o'clock and the, and the state sale is going to close. And I found a box in the corner behind these old bicycles. And I'm looking through the box and they had all kinds of old sports memorabilia. And I'm digging through it and digging through it. And I found a baseball and I picked it up and I'm looking at it. It's in real good shape and there's two signatures on it. And one of the signatures was Bill Veck, who anybody knows the history of the White Sox was the owner, the fellow with the peg leg. 
and it was signed by Vec, and it was also signed by Nellie Fox, the Hall of Fame Chicago White Sox second baseman. And I was a huge White Sox fan. I used to listen to the White Sox with my transistor radio under my pillow to fall asleep. And if people remember, in 1959, the Chicago White Sox made it to the World Series. Anyway, this was a ball signed by Vec and Nellie Fox. And, boy, I just couldn't believe it. And there were all other kinds of – there were the first and second issues of Sports Illustrated there. There were some other uh, sports memorabilia. And it was Sunday, and I was the only one there, so it was $2 bag day. So anything you could fit into a bag. So I fit all this stuff into three bags, and I paid $6 for it. And I eventually sold the ball on eBay for $2,000. And that was the start of my career for my collectible career. Yeah, I think a a two dollar investment that you turn into two grand because I, I can't imagine if you equated that to uh, uh, dollars and cents on the board of trade or in Wall Street what that would equate to because that's that's a pretty phenomenal return on two bucks. You know, it's a, it's a phenomenal return, and the great thing about buying and selling uh, collectibles is there's no risk like there is on the board of trade or in the stock market. If you know what you're doing and you do your homework, and let me stress that you have to do your homework. You can always buy things that you know are worth more than you paid for them. There's a lot of people, especially on a Saturday morning, that have already been up for a few hours going to sales, going to garage sales, going to uh, homes where they're, they may be moving, they're getting rid of a lot of stuff. So this is, a, this is an interesting story for them. And I would imagine a lot of people are getting better trained at knowing what they're looking for and what to pay attention to. But I guess you could say the same for the seller as well, because... It can't be too often that you run into a situation where somebody doesn't know they have a Bill Vec baseball. Yeah, no, that was unusual, and it was in a state where the people had died. But um, what I tried to do on a, on a Saturday and a Sunday is, is map out, you know, all the estate sales that were going on and, and try to be efficient and get to every single one of them. And that way, if I could do that in five hours, I was bound to find something of value that was worth something or something that I could collect or something I could put on the wall. And besides that, I love doing it, and it's fun. Definitely. Now, you took that, and then how long after that time frame, when you were doing the sales, the estate sales, did you did you get the inspiration for Redstone Collectibles Online when you took it to the next level? Well, in about 2005, after, after accumulating lots of stuff, and it wasn't just an estate sales in auctions, it was also on the Internet that I found inventory items. I actually thought I could make a living doing this, buying and selling items. And what I was interested in was uh, vintage items, because I'm old. So I only wanted old things. And, and the key to vintage items is they're, they're very limited in supply. So if you buy items that are limited in supply, then there's no competition when you go to sell them. And that's what appealed to me. And since I... I spent my living in the pit buying and selling things. I knew that if I had unique items, I knew that I wouldn't have competition and I'd be able to sell them with pretty good profit margins. Now, the one thing I would be, I guess the thing that flashes into my mind is when you get into vintage, as opposed to something relatively, you know, in the last 10, 15, 20 years, you get into vintage collectibles, you really have to be careful, don't you? Because you're talking about old. You're talking about something that's, you know, worn, wear and tear. And that does have some impact as far as the potential value of a collectible. Absolutely. And, and one thing I should stress here is when, when you start getting into this and you start getting on the Internet and looking for things you want to buy, become an expert in some genre. Don't just, you know, just blindly look at things. 
if if you like um, dolls, then then start getting into dolls. Are you asking me that? No, I'm not asking you. All right, thanks. Uh, no, you probably yeah, you probably do like dolls. Well, it was, it's been a while. <laughs> but thanks. So, in other words, what you're saying is focus. Focus on something that you're interested in and learn about it. Yeah. Go to eBay. See what the completed sales are. Look at what the prices of things trade for. And make a list. Get an Excel sheet. And what I'm stressing out there, this is not a get-rich scheme. It's something that you have to have a game plan for. It's something that you have to work hard at. And if you're willing to do that and you develop a good game plan, you can make part-time money or you can actually make a career out of this. Coming up in the uh, the second half hour of the show today, we're going to get into some more details as far as the uh, importance of what you do and how you do it on eBay and Craigslist. You can give us a call at 228-1430, 228-1430, toll-free, 866-440-1430. That's 866-440-1430. The email for the program, Net Profits, is netprofits101 at hotmail.com. Now, this is our first show, so out of the gate... Uh, we're just uh, we're a little we're taking the baby steps. We're like, what about Bob? We're taking the baby steps. We're gonna we're gonna be building this community of folks that are gonna be sharing their stories because basically the design of the show is to create what I told you earlier is a clearinghouse of information about how to buy and sell on the internet. We're gonna talk about the tools, but more importantly, along with Rich as our lead expert, we're going to invite into the program some incredibly interesting people who have some very compelling stories to tell. There are folks out there that have found their way to make money, to make a net profit on the internet, and they will be sharing that information going forward as we uh, do some shows down the road. And that's going to be fascinating. And I know, uh, Rich, you've probably uh, encountered already as we've uh, developed this show some folks that have those stories to tell. So I'm excited to find out because you have your story to tell as you've been telling it this morning. We're going to get more details about it. There's a lot of people out there, though, that, uh, that really have had a similar experience like you with stories to tell. Yes, there is, and I've spoken to them, and they're, they're going to be coming on the show and telling their story, and, and uh, everybody has a – one fellow I spoke with um, worked for uh, Navistar, and he was laid off, and he had, he had been a big Indy 500 fan, and he started collecting Indy 500 uh, memorabilia, and he started selling it on eBay and realized that he could make a, make a profit doing that. It's fascinating stuff, and I know, like you said, we've uh, we've had a few folks already uh, early in the process say they definitely want to know more about it, very interested to learn about net profits and, and what this involves as far as being part of the show and sharing their stories. And for folks out there that are listening this morning, remember, you may, you, have not, you may have not jumped in just yet. Maybe you're just waiting for that inspiration. But honestly, this is the type of show with the information that we're going to give you that will help you make the right choices because there's definitely things you want to know to make it a success. And we're going to help you as much as possible here with net profits on WXNT. Coming up in the uh, the second half hour, besides talking about eBay and Craigslist, uh, Rich has his uh, tip of the week. Always some good information there with uh, something that you can take away from the show to help you as you embark on making a net profit. Plus, we've also got hot or not. Oh, yeah, there's stuff out there that you really should pay attention to. And there's stuff on there that you should stay away from. So we're going to let you know about that, as well as the high five. These are five items currently on redstonecollectiblesonline.com that Rich is featuring today. We'll get into details and talk about those. Plus, enjoy the day. After you listen to us and have some fun out there in Indianapolis, enjoy the weather. It looks like it's going to be a pretty decent day today. 
maybe a slim chance of thunderstorms with a high of 89 tomorrow partly cloudy with a high 81 right now it is 71 degrees we're going to come back in just a few minutes here with net profits and talk about ebay and craigslist and some good information there on what you need to know coming up keeping the am band alive interesting and informative we are News Talk, 1430 AM, WXNT, Indianapolis. SellMeYourCollectibles.com. We want to buy your We want to buy your vintage baseball, football, and basketball cards pre-1975. We want to buy your vintage coins. We want to buy your vintage sports memorabilia and collectibles. We want to buy your vintage entertainment collectibles and memorabilia. If you have collectibles or memorabilia you'd like to sell, visit SellMeYourCollectibles.com to have us give you a quote for your items. We offer fair pricing, and we pay cash immediately for your items. Check out SellMeYourCollectibles.com. Sports collectibles, entertainment memorabilia, authentic sign collectibles, vintage baseball, basketball, and football cards, and more. Anything old or vintage. Visit SellMeYourCollectibles.com and drop us an email at parkplace01 at yahoo.com. That's parkplace01 at yahoo.com. The clutch shot. The timely hit. The perfect pitch. The heroic catch. The brilliant save. The photo finish. The Indiana High School Athletic Association would like to remind you that the biggest plays in sports matter little. If you don't practice sportsmanship, character counts. Practice sportsmanship. This message brought to you by the IHSAA and the high schools in this community. This is WXNT Indianapolis. News Talk, 1430 AM. Yes, AM. Because some people's opinions should be obscured by static. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com. Unique collectibles that stand the test of time. Specializing in vintage collectibles, sports memorabilia, and rare and unique entertainment memorabilia. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com has a large selection and a wide range of collectible and memorabilia categories. Our sports card selections include PSA graded as well as ungraded sports cards from the world of baseball, football, and basketball. You'll also find authentic signed books, first edition books, and unique authenticated celebrity letters, like a letter from Francis Ford Coppola to Marlon Brando, imploring Brando to play the young Vito Corleone in Godfather 2. We also carry vintage Notre Dame National Championship football programs, something for everyone. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com. We know exactly how to realize great value for our customers. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com. Welcome to the weekend here on News Talk 1430 WXNT Indianapolis. Jim Burroughs along with Rich Redstone. And this is Net Profits, brand new radio program, part of the uh, weekend warriors here on WXNT. Coming up after the uh, 10 o'clock news, you got Dr. Stacy McCurry waiting in the wings with Carmel Clinic. We're talking about Net Profits. We've been giving you a little bit of a background as to what the show is all about. Gave you a little history about Rich's background as well. And, of course, we're going to keep talking about this to get you to know Rich a little bit better and understand where he's coming from with his expertise. And as I had mentioned earlier, Net Profits 101 is, is quite simply a, a clearinghouse for information. It's a place where you can come to learn about buying and selling on the Internet. eBay and Craigslist front 
and center. Now, I was taking a look at uh, the notes, Rich, and uh, obviously you couldn't emphasize enough the importance of starting on eBay and Craigslist. Yes. Um, eBay is a really simple way to start. It's not the end-all for everything, but it's free to open an account. It's very easy to follow. It's very easy to open an account. The key is you need expertise. Start learning about a genre you like and are familiar with. Now, what uh, is this a hobby that people, I mean, how do people go about learning that? Like for you, obviously it was with sports, it was an easy thing. When you, when you looked at your experience with that estate sale with the White Sox, the Bill Vec baseball, I could also see too, where for some people, it, it, they may not even realize what that could lead to. I mean, it may be something completely opposite of what their, what their interests are. But what you're saying is, no matter what it is, learn it and know it. Yes, because the, the world is so huge. The world of collectibles is enormous, and you can't know everything about everything. So you have to pick out an area and start learning about it. Look on eBay, see what's for sale. Look on Craigslist, see what's for sale, whatever interest you have. It could be um, video games. It could be anything. Just get to know the market, see what the prices are trading for. And then open an account with eBay. Um, like I said, look at completed listings, what the, what the prices of the things have traded for. Now, when you're talking about uh, you know, eBay and, and Craigslist, let's kind of stick with that a little bit because I, I know right away people obviously very, very familiar with eBay. A lot of folks out there have, have bought off eBay. They get on there to check out the items uh, just in a, in a casual way. And then, of course, like we're addressing today, you have a lot of folks that are looking at eBay as a potential way to make some money. Now, Craigslist, on the other hand, can you kind of st- – Give us some ideas how you feel about Craigslist, because obviously, you know, people right away with Craigslist have a little bit of a negative connotation, but there is a positive aspect to Craigslist. Yeah, the, the, the positive thing about Craigslist is that people that are offering to sell things on there are really anxious to sell them. So they, they want to sell them on the same day. So if you can get in touch with them and it's something they have a quantity of, you can call them up and you can negotiate the price and you can generally buy a lot of valuable things for for very little money and and that's the thing that the downside of craigslist is that there's no accountability like there is on ebay so uh... you talk to somebody on the phone and they say they're gonna meet you somewhere and and that's another good idea remember to meet somebody in an open place a public place so you don't have to worry about personal safety and and what happens is people don't show up because there's no accountability like there is on ebay so so just be aware that that can happen to you. It's happened to me before. That is a positive thing, and I think that's a positive thing to emphasize with folks that get involved with doing business on eBay, how vitally important it is to, to keep your reputation as, as, as impeccable as possible. Should we lose Rich? All right, we'll, we'll get him back here in just a second. We are doing Net Profits, brand new show here on News Talk 1430, WXNT. And if you would like to participate in the conversation, we've been talking for the last uh, several minutes about uh, Rich's experience, which was uh, when he went to a estate sale as he was uh, on the Chicago Board of Trade, kind of dabbled in going to the estate sales and uh, taking a look at items that were available at these estate sales, came across a, a $2 bag at a particular estate sale that had a signed baseball by Bill Vec, who was the owner of the White Sox then, and Nellie Fox ended up selling the ball for $2,000. And that was kind of his inspiration going forward. 
in the world of collectibles. And we've been talking with Rich about eBay and Craigslist and the importance of that. And the question that I had posed, Rich, was about eBay. And as we talk about getting onto eBay, doing business on eBay, the importance of really keeping your reputation as spotless as possible as being a good business person on eBay. Yeah, the, the, the name of the game is credibility. If you want to build a business out of this, or even if you want to sell things in, in small quantities, you need to establish some credibility. You need to get positive feedback. I mean, my business has over 3,500 positive feedbacks. As a matter of fact, in 10 years, I've had one negative feedback, and you know, I don't want to go into it. It was pretty much of a fluke. And the other thing about understanding value of collectibles is people always talk about what something is worth. Now, so I, I, have another, uh, I have another website, Sell Me Your Collectibles, and people are always emailing me and calling me with things they have for sale. And they look on eBay and they see that, uh, that a Rose Bowl program is, is, is selling for $500 or a, um, a, a quilt, a really nice quilt is selling for $300. And then they add up all the things they have in their basement and they say, Okay, I've got $10,000 worth of stuff. I want you to come over, come into my basement, box it all up for me, and give, give me $10,000 in cash. Well, it, it's not that easy, and it doesn't work like that. What you have to understand, it's, it, it's only, what things are worth are only what people are willing to pay for them. And that's why it's good to look at completed listings on eBay, because you can see what people are actually willing to pay for something. And that's pretty much a guide as to what something is worth on the completed listing. So that's a good start. Absolutely. And, and I would imagine, too, and this goes into our uh, one of our regular features on the show with Hot or Not, is paying attention to, to, to what people are buying and, and really dialing into that to know, am I getting something here that's going to have a short shelf life for me and is going to garner interest from people out there that are looking to buy? And with Hot or Not, we kind of like to concentrate on a particular items, maybe based on the news, people in the news, as to whether or not this is something or someone you may want to buy as far as memorabilia or uh, items are concerned. This week, I'm going to throw a few things at you, and you just tell me hot or not. Give me a, a couple of quick reasons why. I, I know in the hot category, one thing that you were leaning toward big time, gold and silver bars and coins. Yes. Um, with, with gold making new highs daily, I mean, it's trading over $1,800 an ounce. Um, everybody wants to buy gold, everybody wants to buy silver, and everybody's heavily interested in coins. And I was a, I was a gold trader back in the late 70s and early 80s, and the, the old expression in trading, what goes up has to come down. Well, gold is kind of in a parabolic move right now, so be careful if you're buying it at this level. I think it's actually going to go higher, but just be careful. And if you're going to dabble in coins... You have to know what you're doing. You're going to have to start, if it's silver dollars you're interested in, start looking at prices, start seeing what they're trading for so you have a, a knowledge of it. Switching to the, uh, the not category, and, and this is definitely in the news type stuff, uh, Roger Clemens. I know there's potential for uh, another retrial for Clemens. And there was a time that that, that Donruss baseball card of Clemens back in the mid-'80s was the card. You wanted to have it because, if I'm not mistaken, it came out in a subset. It wasn't even in, like, the main set of ball cards. But now Clemens' product is uh, really tanking. Yeah, I mean, he's having trouble with the law, and when, whenever there's bad press, he, O.J. Simpson, anybody that, that's having bad press, the value of the collectibles drop, obviously. And, 
actually you can look at you can look at and Roger Clemens is, is gonna make the Hall of Fame regardless of how many drugs he took. He was still one of the greatest pitchers ever. So good advice is to, is to try to buy Roger Clemens memorabilia at a very low price, sit with it for a while, and at some point it's going to be worth a lot more money than you paid for it. And I guess with uh, controversy here, the same thing can be said this week for the University of Miami football program. Uh, a major program with a lot of notoriety has produced many, many great NFL players, and boy, oh boy, are they facing the death penalty from the NCAA. Yeah, that's what NCAA president here in Indianapolis, Mark M. Emmert, says that he's willing to back up his tough talk with tough punishment. And that maybe involves the death penalty and or no TV games. And, and uh, that kind of thing always hurts collectibles and could seriously hurt University of Miami football uh, collectibles. So, again, be careful with what you're buying. But, you know, when the dust settles, Miami always has a great football program and it, it might be a great buying opportunity. One thing I always love about collectibles, especially when you can watch some of these shows that are on television now, and we've even alluded to it in our conversations as we got ready to launch Net Profits here on WXNT, was talking about uh, Hollywood treasures, uh, Pawn Stars, and a lot of the memorabilia that comes through some of these shows. And I remember one time on Pawn Stars, they actually had a Les Paul guitar brought in to the pawn shop. And you're talking about vintage guitars as being very hot. Very, very hot. Uh, vintage guitars, particularly Les Paul models. If you're not familiar with Les Paul, he died last year. He was 95 years old and, and was, was in good health right to the end, was a prolific um, uh, uh, writer of music and also produced vintage guitars. And he was, a, he was an icon in the industry. And uh, guitars, vintage uh, Les Paul guitars continue to go up in value pretty much every couple of months. I guess that's something, too, and this is probably pretty rare in terms of uh, the collectibles market, but anytime you've got an item like Les Paul, and I'm going to make a big leap here, but, you know, in, in, in terms of history, you know, you hear Stradivarius with the violin. Well, Les Paul is the modern-day version of that with his guitar, so I would think anytime you actually have such a unique item like that, you definitely have some value built in that, that you just have no idea potentially down the road what that, the return could be. Yes, and there's, there's probably 40 different um, types of Les Paul guitars. Some of them run as high as, as $125,000 for very rare ones, and some of them you can buy for under 1000 It just depends on the, the make and the model, how old they are. And the, the other thing that's really important in collectibles is condition. The condition of an item is something that the collectors that are willing to pay a lot of money for something want something in mint condition. And that's something that's important, and what, what one person considers mint condition is not what a collector might consider mint condition. Once again, it all goes back to, uh, to education, Rich. Some great points there. Coming up in our last segment here on Net Profits on this Saturday morning, it's going to be time for the high five, five items off of redstonecollectiblesonline.com that Rich is featuring on this Saturday morning, plus the tip of the week. You can give us a call, too, if you're out and about this morning, have a question regarding memorabilia, collectibles, 228-1430. 866-440-1430. The email, netprofits101 at hotmail.com. Netprofits will be back after this. The most powerful name in state politics. News Talk 1430. This is what you do when you can't win on the issue. WXNT AM, Indiana's the election headquarters. 
RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com. Unique collectibles that stand the test of time. Specializing in vintage collectibles, sports memorabilia, and rare and unique entertainment memorabilia. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com has a large selection and a wide range of collectible and memorabilia categories. Our sports card selections include PSA graded as well as ungraded sports cards from the world of baseball, football, and basketball. You'll also find authentic signed books, first edition books, and unique authenticated celebrity letters, like a letter from Francis Ford Coppola to Marlon Brando, imploring Brando to play the young Vito Corleone in Godfather 2. We also carry vintage Notre Dame National Championship football programs, something for everyone. Redstone Collectibles Online. Com. We know exactly how to realize great value for our customers. RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Know what you believe in because there's going to come a time where you're going to be forced to choose and to not speak is to speak. To not stand is to stand. You're making a choice by saying, I'm not going to think about it. Well, you're making a choice. And do is that the side you want to be on? The Glenn Beck Program, weekdays 9 to noon on Fox News Talk, 1430 WXNT. Fox News Radio, 1430 AM WXNT. SellMeYourCollectibles.com. We want to buy your large collections. We want to buy your vintage baseball, football, and basketball cards pre-1975. We want to buy your vintage coins. We want to buy your vintage sports memorabilia and collectibles. We want to buy your vintage entertainment collectibles and memorabilia. If you have collectibles or memorabilia you'd like to sell, visit SellMeYourCollectibles.com to have us give you a quote for your items. We offer fair pricing, and we pay cash immediately for your items. Check out SellMeYourCollectibles.com. Sports collectibles, entertainment memorabilia, Authentic sign collectibles, vintage baseball, basketball, and football cards, and more. Anything old or vintage. Visit SellMeYourCollectibles.com and drop us an email at ParkPlace01 at Yahoo.com. That's ParkPlace01 at Yahoo.com. Back to it here on News Talk 1430 WXNT. Good morning. This is Net Profits, a brand new show to the weekend here on WXNT. Jim Burroughs along with the coach, Rich Redstone, who is joining us from out east today and today only because after this he has made a pact that he will never, ever fly again. Is that correct, Rich? Absolutely. <laughs> We'll have him back live in studio next Saturday, and we're looking forward to it. Next Saturday, we'll uh, talk some college football as we get closer to Notre Dame fighting Irish football here exclusively on WXNT and talk about the collectability of uh, the big schools in the state of Indiana, Irish, Boilermakers, Hoosiers, and more. And we'll uh, tell you what's hot or not with those colleges. I want to jump in real quick here before we get into the high five and let folks know about some contact information. First of all, the email for Net Profits is netprofits101 at hotmail.com. What we'd like to get on those emails is information from you as a business person or as a potential guest, because we're always looking for folks that can share their experience on the internet with buying and selling and creating a business on the internet, utilizing eBay 
and Craigslist, selling through your own website, learning about search engine optimization and utilizing social networking via Facebook and Twitter. So much to talk about with those. And as we go through the next several weeks with the show, we're going to have experts to talk about those particular parts of making money on the Internet and turning a net profit and hopefully help you out there as a aspiring business person to learn how you can make a net profit. We've got features throughout the program, too, that we are always excited to talk about. And uh, one of those is High Five. It's five items that uh, are featured on RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com. And one of the other things we like to do is have the tip of the week. So Rich can leave you with some information that you can take with you that hopefully will help you, especially if you are uh, going to be getting into the collectibles and memorabilia market. Now, some of this information applies to really most of buying and selling on the Internet, not just if you're going out there and looking for a particular piece of uh, memorabilia or something that is collectible. But, Rich, I want to focus on one of the tips that you, you mentioned here with, uh, with memorabilia and the collectability of memorabilia is pay attention. So if there is a catalyst for that memorabilia and a heightened interest in the demand for that memorabilia, that is something you should look for. Yeah, when you're collecting stuff, try to find... Um items with limited supply, as I mentioned before, and then something in the future that will create a, uh, an interest, uh, a sudden demand for that item. Uh, for example, uh, a couple of years ago I started collecting Walter Cronkite signed items, uh, unique items, uh, a script that he signed. And then when, when uh, Mr. Cronkite died, everybody knows he was an icon on TV, uh, the value of, of that item shot up significantly. And I was able to make a large profit on on the on the signed items of uh, Walter Cronkite. So look for something that you think is very low in um, in there's there's not a whole lot of it around, and then look for some kind of catalyst in the future. Maybe a new movie release about something. Maybe a new TV show. And a good example of that is um, I collect a lot of uh, Playboy memorabilia, and there's going to be a new TV show starting in September. And, and that will bring heightened interest to all Playboy magazines and Playboy memorabilia. So that's the kind of thing to look for where you can get a large profit margin by buying something where the demand will increase because of an event. All right, Rich, appreciate that. That is the tip of the week, and every week we'll feature a tip of the week here on Net Profits on WXNT. Check out RedstoneCollectiblesOnline.com when you're surfing the Internet over the weekend as you uh, – Learn a little bit more about what our show is all about and participate in this show, whether you're calling us at 228-1430 or 866-440-1430 or sending us an email at netprofits101 at hotmail.com. Make sure you visit redstonecollectiblesonline.com. The high five this week, we're featuring five items that Rich would like to focus on, and uh, you couldn't have a more diverse group of five items. The first one has an incredible sub-story to it, a lot of provenance to this. So try to, we need to kind of shrink it just a little bit since I want to get all five in. But talk about the Francis Ford Coppola letter to Marlon Brando. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned it in the promo, and it's, it's, a, it's a signed letter by the great act, uh, director Francis Ford Coppola imploring Marlon Brando to play the part of the young Vito Corleone in Godfather 2 movie. And this is an unbelievable piece of movie in Hollywood history. Uh, the letter was acquired by Mr. Mark Banks, who was the brother of Dennis Banks, 
the co-founder of the American Indian Movement. And anybody that knows Brando history know that he supported the Indian movement politically and financially, and as a result, the Banks family became great friends with Brando. Now, in the letter, the most interesting part of the letter is Coppola telling Brando he's playing the three Paramount Picture movie moguls against each other to try to garner the part for Brando. And those three people were Charles Bluedorn, the chairman of Gulf and Western Industries, the parent company of Paramount, Frank Yablons, Paramount president, and Robert Evans, head of uh, production, Paramount Pictures. Um, a similar letter written by Coppola to Brando relating to a Canopy Award-winning uh, movie, Apocalypse Now, sold at auction in 2005 for $32,000 right after Brando's death. And I think that this letter is more significant from a historical standpoint. You've also got the uh, collection of Jet magazines. Now, this is pretty fascinating, too. Yeah, um, it relates to Black Americana, which is incredibly hot collectible and for good reason. Um, I probably, uh, on, on our website, we probably have the largest and most important collections of this African-American magazine, Jet Magazine. Uh, we have 880 distinct issues published between 1951 and 1970, and the collection includes the extremely rare 1951 issues. As a matter of fact, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen any for sale on the Internet. And if you remember, Jet Magazine was founded in 1951 by John Johnson, who was head of Chicago's Johnson Publishing Company. Uh, at its inception, Jet was billed by Johnson as a weekly Negro news magazine. It quickly gained readers who were hungry for news of burgeoning activism that led up to the activities of the Civil Rights Movement. And it's been a staple of the African-American community since 1951. And it's a very important collectible, very rare. And as a matter of fact, the uh, Smithsonian Institution offered to buy this important collection from us. We've got a, a few other items, too, we're going to talk about in just the last few minutes we've got here as we wrap the show up. We've got the uh, the uh, Playboy magazine collection, our 1954, the complete full first year there, uh, the uh, signed book by Nelson Mandela, and, of course, the uh, Whitey Ford baseball. But we've got uh, Dave on line one, and Dave is calling into Net Profits here on News Talk 1430 WXNT. And, Dave, you have a Joe DiMaggio autographed baseball. Yeah, uh, no, sir. You don't have Joe DiMaggio. Oh, did we get the uh, wrong well, information? It, it was an autograph, of, just a personalized autograph. Oh, personalized. On, my know, fault, my fault. Paper. So what, what do you have that on? It's on a uh, green, like a piece of uh, uh, green notebook paper. Excellent. And, mother, and did you get that personally? Worked, uh, my mother was working at the Speedway Motel in 64, and uh, a lot of celebrities came through, and Joe DiMaggio was there in 64, and she just asked to sign it, so he wrote it out. Uh, it says, to David, best wishes, Joe DiMaggio. Now, Rich, that is that that is what is so cool about the collectible world is when you have the provenance, when you have that backstory. Yeah, uh -huh. the story, you know, as Jim said, provenance is the word. It's it's the history behind the collectible. And uh, the Yankee Clipper, Joe DiMaggio, his uh, items are very collectible and very valuable. Um, a signed uh, piece of paper, I like the fact that it was actually um, – signed to somebody. Some people would say that they just like the signature itself. I think that the, um, the, 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 the subscription to it makes it more valuable. Now, what I would suggest um, this, this listener do is to get the signature authenticated, because the only way you can realize full value of something is to go to one of the authentication companies, PSA, JSA, GAI, 
or upper deck to get the signature authenticated and uh, a signed Joe DiMaggio uh, ball, for instance, if it's authenticated, can go anywhere between uh, $500 and a couple of thousand dollars. Now that kind of goes to the, the Whitey Ford baseball, too, because the Whitey Ford baseball you talk about as being one of your hot five uh, is, a, is a near mint, mint, so that must be pretty rare. Yeah, it's, it's not a baseball. It's his, it's his uh, Bowman. Oh, my fault. I, I'm sorry. I didn't see the word Bowman. It's his ball card. My fault. Yeah, the Bowman yeah. card. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's his 1951 Bowman rookie card, number one. Wow. And it's SGC 88, which is a, a grading company. And there's only two cards of his rookie card that are graded any higher than this. So this makes, a, makes it for a very unique um, uh, collectible. The inter- interest, everybody knows who Whitey Ford was. Now, the interesting thing is, is Whitey's getting up in age, so as I was talking about a catalyst that creates demand for something, if, if Whitey was to get sick and at some point he's going to die, when he does, the value of this will kick up and the interest in it will be, will be more. So that, that's bad for Whitey, but good if you own a collectible is. We just got about uh, a minute left, and I know the other two things you were talking about, you've got the Playboy magazine, 1954, and then you've got, I hate to put these two together, Rich, and you've got the Nelson Mandela book, Long Walk to Freedom. But once again, it all comes down to uh, collectability. But what really strikes me here with the Mandela book is there's only 500 of these? Yeah, uh, Eastern, Eastern Press um, um, uh, publishes a lot of different books that are signed by important people, and this is probably the most important one, Long Walk to Freedom. There's only 500 of them, and it's a very valuable collectible, obviously. And Nelson Mandela is one of the most important historical figures ever in the history of the world, pretty much. So, Well, Rich, have a safe trip back to Indianapolis. Looking forward to having you live in studio next Saturday for uh, our second go at Net Profits here on News Talk 1430. We had a lot of fun today, and I want to say thanks to Dave for talking to us about his own personalized Joe DiMaggio autograph. How cool is it to have a piece of history like that in your own name from the Yankee Clipper? Pretty amazing stuff. So, Rich, we will talk to you again next Saturday. Don't forget to check out redstonecollectiblesonline.com. Drop us an email, too, at netprofits101 at hotmail.com. What we're looking for are your stories. What you're looking for as far as advice, how to get started with your business on the Internet, because we are a clearinghouse of information here on Net Profits. Learn about how to buy and sell on the Internet, utilizing eBay and Craigslist, selling through your own website, and also utilizing social networking via Facebook and Twitter. A lot of information to cover. We are just getting started. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Partly cloudy.